0: About this, our brains change Memory is an amazing. What thing. you think is well, in our brains aren't really finished. They're our not fully cooked mind. yet. Our you own. go with your heart, we don't have any idea why we're, we're doing so most smart the things that we're doing. But here's the deal. Why does the drive back always seem shorter? I'm Art Markman. I'm Bob Duke.
1: I'm Rebecca McEnroy, and this is Two Guys on Your Head. Today, a look at how we experience and remember time.
0: The very first time that I drove to College Station from Austin, oh, the drive out there just seemed to take forever. It does take forever. But the drive back was much faster, mm-hmm. you know. And then the question is, well, why is that, right? And and part of it gets to this issue of of landmarks. So when you're driving somewhere for the first time, you, you have no idea where you're going. And so you're constantly scanning the environment for Things that might tell you where you're supposed to go, even though on the drive from here to College Station, there's only <laughs> one <laughs> landmark. You basically yeah. head out till you see the first overpass in 50 miles, make a left, and then wait until you see this thing that looks like a town. That's it. But you're you're worried that you're lost or something. So you're paying attention to every last little bit of what's on the road. And so it just feels really really long. And on the way back, you realize I'm just going until I hit this road and making a right now to get back to Austin. And so you don't really pay any attention to it and the next thing you know you're back. And you think, "Wow, that was a lot faster getting back." And it probably wasn't. It just seems a lot shorter because you're really just not paying attention to the road as much anymore.
1: And and it isn't isn't just a matter of paying attention. It's it's the fact of dealing with uncertainty. Right. That creates a heightened intellectual effort, right? right? Because you're not sure what's going to happen, even though the directions are pretty straightforward, right? But but there is a little bit of an uncertainty about something that does require you to pay more attention, right? right. And and that is now relieved when mm-hmm. you know exactly what the roads look like and you know mm-hmm. exactly where the turn is.
0: I mean, I, I think, you know, Bob's point about vigilance matters a lot, right? So if, if you drive under the same conditions, both times, then the drive feels much shorter on the way back because when when the road conditions are are a little dangerous, you're you're much more vigilant because because of the uncertainty, yeah. as Bob was saying. Yep. And so, the more that you have to actually pay attention to the act of doing something, the longer that that experience is going to feel. And things like uncertainty, the importance of performing
1: well, those are those are things that are going to increase that vigilance. And and of course, we're, we're talking about driving somewhere, which I think most of us feel like is something we just want to get over with, right? So in this sense, the increased vigilance sort of makes our perception of the time be extended a little bit. It seems longer, right? But things that we feel differently about, like engaging in something that requires a lot of attention, but it's very satisfying, right? Right creates a different effect in terms of time. It doesn't necessarily make it seem longer, right? I mean, there's a whole literature on Csikszentmihalyi's idea of so-called flow. The notion that if you're engaged in something that's tremendously satisfying, or not satisfying every moment, but it's punctuated by great moments of satisfaction... Uh, you can while away the hours in a way that time is passing. You're not even aware that time is passing, right? Yeah, no, that's right. And of course, this relates to some really
0: cool research, which is if you look at prospective versus retrospective uh, sense of time or this experienced time versus mm-hmm. the, the, the memory of, of something, in the moment, um, your perception of how long something takes is based on how much time you pay attention to how long it's taking. You know that's why sitting in the in the in the waiting room or you know is, is is so excruciating because you know you are you are mindful that this this is taking a long time. But retrospectively, you there's nothing really much to remember about that. And so what you remember is is these these salient events that have mm-hmm. that, that that leap to mind when you think back on something.
1: There are, there are experiences in the life that are memorable to you. There are things that happen a lot, that happen, you know, routinely, that are not particularly memorable because they become so routinized that you don't store them anymore. So, if you if you're thinking about, you know, looking back on the moments that make parenthood so lovely, you know, a first word, a smi- first smile, first walking, first these things are just lovely, right? And if you if you sort of forget all the in between parts. I mean, even the you know the nighttime puking and you know all that kind of stuff, and that fades away. Well, th- that all, that collection of things doesn't take that long, right? It just doesn't take that long.
0: Yeah. the The other thing is, I mean, if you think about the amount of time you experience when remembering something, that is, um, so you have a child who might be seven or ten or twenty, and 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 now you look at that child, and you have an experience in that moment in which you remember. The child as they are at that age, and at the same time, really in a span of ten or fifteen seconds, you also remember them at three or four different other ages. What a great point! Yeah, and and yeah. all of that happens in this very brief span, mm-hmm. and and in that moment, you think to yourself, "Holy cow!" Right? I am able to experience this child's entire life in a span of ten or fifteen seconds. Wow! This happened fast, right? Because right then it, it did. It, it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so even though the days were long, you know, um, as you look back over from a vantage point later in your life, you know, you, your your memories condense because they're 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 happening in these in these very brief periods of time, and so you look at it and you go, where did where did all the time go? And this, you know, there's another thing that happens, which is think about landmarks uh, in your life, birthdays. For example, or or New Year's, or or big holidays. Whenever a context reappears, a situation reappears, we are mentally nearer to it uh, than we are at times when uh, when those holidays or landmarks are far away. So if your birthday, my birthday's in February. If it's in February, uh, I feel very close to my birthday. When I'm in, in August, I feel very far away from my birthday. And so in February, I feel closer to myself on other birthdays that I've had. And when you feel closer to that, it really condenses all of those pieces. And when you're far away from that event, then it takes more effort to call that stuff back to mind. And that effort gets interpreted as distance from it. And it makes it feel like it was a longer time ago.
1: Next week with Two Guys on Your Head, we'll talk about metaphors and analogies with Drs. Art Markman and Bob Duke. Two Guys on Your Head is produced at KUT Radio in Austin, Texas. For KUT, I'm Rebecca McEnroy.